Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. There are some big changes on the horizon, especially with the college football playoff. But are there too many teams and dilute other bowl games, or will it just intensify the regular season? Well, we break down all that and more with my next guest right here. It's time for the College Football Legends Podcast. The players. We're going to hit somebody and we're taking down the field for a touchdown. I guarantee you that. The coaches. No man is more important than the team. No coach is more important than the team. The plays. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. And so much more. College football legends. Heroes come and go, but legends live forever. Welcome to Believe in College Football Legends. I'm Chris Smith. Send me a topic or question on Twitter at the Sports Jesus. That's at the Sports Jesus. We have a great show for you. You know what else is great? It's Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports info, stats, news, and scores. Get those latest odds and lines, and most importantly, the latest matchup reports. Bet Online is your Sports Intel headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs. Look, it's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from the comfort of your home. Get in on the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. It's Pen Online, where the game starts. College football has many twists and turns on the road to crowning a national champion. After grinding it out with no uniform postseason system, the BCS arrived in 1998. This meant that college football finally had a yearly national championship game where the top two ranked teams based on the BCS rankings would battle in one of the four bowls. Later, the BCS adjusted to a plus one format in 2006 where the national champ was a specific game held and not one of the four BCS Bowls. Then in 2014, the college football playoff was born, with the committee ranking the top four teams in the land and not relying on the BCS computer rankings. And just when you got used to that coming soon, the college football playoff will triple that amount of teams as they vote to a 12-team format. And there's no one better to sort it all out than my special guest on the show, Steve Hegel president and founder of JustCollegeFootball.net. Give him a follow on Twitter at Steve Hegel. That's H-I-E-G-E-L. Thanks for joining me, Steve. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Now the college football playoff released a schedule for the 12-team format that will be used in the 2024 and 25 seasons. Now we know all that's going to change in 2024 with the slew of teams leaving their conferences. First off, do you like expansion and the amount of teams that will vie for a national championship for the 2024 season? I do like the expansion. I know a lot of people are against it. I, I think it's a great thing for college football. More you know, football, the football. better. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to have, uh, I saw a preliminary um, information about regarding the first, the first. I don't know, I think it's the quarterfinal games or, or the five against 12, six against 11, seven against 10, and eight against nine would be one game on a Friday night and three games on Saturday right before Christmas. And then, of course, you'd have the um, the next round after that and I believe the semifinals and championship. But I think, I think it's great for college football. And now you can get more teams in the playoff. Everybody's saying, well, it's going to be a lot of the same old teams. It's like, yeah, but I, I still think that the matchups um, are going to – are gonna. It, it's, it's just a great thing for college football. And having those games on campuses like that first round is just even better. 
you know, that's, that's just, that's just humongous for the, for the programs. I mean, how much revenue that can draw. Um, I, I think it's a great thing for college football. I really do. So I, I think that I were think you they surprised skipped my by 12 by the dozen. I was, I was, I thought, I thought they would originally go to six or eight, but I guess they probably figured, well, if we go to six or eight in five years, we got to go to 12 or 16. So we might as well just skip, skip phase one and just go right to phase two and, just go right to 12, <laughs> and go right to 12. I think eventually they may get to 16 in my, in the next, wow. I mean, I don't know how long, the how field long of 64, this. like college basketball. Yeah. I don't know how long they signed this, this deal. They signed the, the, this new amendment. Down with the 12 teams, that's probably another 10 year deal. But I think eventually they might get to 16. But I think 12 is a perfect number for now, um, moving forward. And I like the fact that the first four teams get buys. That makes it so much more important to get one of those top four spots. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know like kind of like the NFL playoff does it where the, now only the one team gets the buy. It does, it does make a big difference having that, having that first week of a buy in the NFL. So I think the same with college, you get the rest and practice and everything. So, um, so yeah, I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be huge for college football. I can't wait. Twenty twenty three will be the end of an era with only you know only the four only teams the four are making teams. it. But yeah, but next next year is gonna be incredible with and in, in the build up to it because you know you're gonna have twelve teams in the playoff and you know it's you know it's winner take all. So yeah, well like you mentioned, the new CFP will feature the first round games played at a campus site and slated to start one game on Friday, December twentieth. Three more will be played on campuses on Saturday, December twenty first. Do you think this is going to dilute the other bowl games? I do. Um, I, I think, I think the bowl games now, in in a way, are going to. Of course, Nick Saban had a quote a couple years ago. He's like, now that they have the playoff, people don't care as much about the bowl games. I, I think that's not a hundred percent. That's not. It's partially true, but it, it it can. It's the fact is, when you're a power five team, I think now moving on, starting next season your one goal for the season is going to be get to get to the playoff. If, and if you don't get to the playoff, I don't think your bowl game is going to mean as much. Now yeah. the group of five teams are still going to be like, you know, cause their, their chances of making the playoff are still going to be slim or none. So I think all those teams are going to be like, okay, we can still have a great season, eight, nine wins, win our bowl game. You know, I think, but I think unfortunately with the power five teams, the higher, the higher, especially the even more so the higher end power five teams, like the USC's, the Alabama's, the Texas, if they don't make the, the college football playoff they're gonna their bowl game is gonna be like eh. and and their players you're already seeing it yeah, a little bit opting guys out. they're going opting out that are going to the nfl they're just all if they don't make the playoff those guys from those schools they're all just gonna unfortunately opt out probably yeah and like you mentioned those blue blood programs always have that playoff or bus mentality and you can see why because during the playoffs nine seasons only 14 programs have participated in a possible 36 semifinal slots now, seven have reached the playoff only once, while the other seven have each had multiple semifinal appearances, with Alabama notching seven, Clemson six, Ohio State five, Oklahoma four, Georgia three, Notre Dame two, as well as Michigan with two. And we have on the show Steve Hegel, president and founder of JustCollegeFootball.net. Give him a follow on Twitter at Steve Hegel, H-I-E-G-E-L. Uh, will the possibility of getting a home game in the first round intensify the regular season, though? You know, yeah, it's definitely going to. I mean, that that like I said that home game in, you know, mid December is going to be humongous um, for for all those teams that 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 buy for it. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, especially when you come down to the end of the season, I think when you get to like mid October, it's really you know things are just going to skyrocket because then you have those teams that are like jockeying for position. They're going to be like, well, if we win their last four games, number one, we can get in. But even more importantly, we get in, we're not going to be stuck with the like the 10th, ninth, or 10th seed, we're going to start with the five or six seed, and then boom, that automatically grants us a home game with the first round playoff, which is 
number one, great, you know, of course for their fans and the, the university, but even more like, I mean, just imagine like a game in Ohio state, how much revenue that drives in for the school. Just that one extra, you know, a hundred thousand seats, you know, same with Penn state, you know, Michigan. I mean, that's how much revenue that drives for the school, just that one home extra home game a year, you know? Yeah. So, and like you said, the, the quarterfinals now too, New Year's Eve and then that triple header on New Year's day with the, Semifinal set for Thursday night, January 9th of 2025 at the Orange Bowl, January 10th at the Cotton Bowl. The championship game is scheduled for January 20th, a Monday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Does this make the season too long for student-athletes? Uh, yeah, it does. And actually, you good you pointed that out because I didn't realize that the semifinals were on two different nights because I know all in years past, they, well, and even this year, they'll be on the, they're always on the same day, like 4 o'clock and 8 o'clock East Coast time. I didn't realize one was going to be one night, one was going to be the next. But I guess that makes sense if they're on a Thursday and Friday night. They can't have them at like, you know, four o'clock and eight o'clock. Yes. Got to have them in prime. Got to have them in prime time. Yeah, it's a, that, that's a long way to the championship game, the 20th. Um, but, you know, I, I guess I guess we're going to find out the first year. Um, and maybe uh, there, there's been rumors that I've heard that uh, maybe they cut back. Like everybody starts on week one and the hand, like a dozen teams start week zero and everybody starts week zero and then maybe cut back a regular season game. Cause I can almost see you could, you could cut back like one of the, um, especially when teams don't play like a hard opponent that first weekend, you know, you can kind of cut, almost cut that game, one of those games out. You know, Absolutely. if you're playing like, like a local team, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like a glorified exhibition. You know, you're going to win like, uh, like a team like, you know, say a Texas or Oklahoma, they're playing on not a local team, but semi, you know, somebody in state. Yeah, somebody close in state that's FCS team, and they know they're going to beat them by four or five touchdowns. It's like kind of that game. It's you're not going to get the biggest crowd to come, and you're not, you know, it's it's a game like that can be can be expendable. So, and it may be in the future. Well, we're going to have to wait for that as the season will be the last of which the CFP uses the four team format. And we'll have more with Steve Hegel, president and founder of JustCollegeFootball.net, right after this. Welcome back to Believe in College Football Legends. I'm Chris Smith, and our special guest on the show is Steve Hegel, president and founder of JustCollegeFootball.net. Give him a follow on Twitter at Steve Hegel, H-I-E-G-E-L. All right, Steve, this is the last of the four-team playoffs. Do you think it was a success? I do think it was a success, and I know a lot of people are, are pushed back against having um, 12 teams, but I do think it's going to be great to go to 12 teams. Now, I know I've saw, I've seen some things the last couple of days of seeing things will change now because the Pac-12 might not be in existence going forward after the season. So, of course, with the different how they're going to decide what the 12 teams are, I know they're going to go back and meet about that. But I think it's going to be now with all the changes that are happening, it's going to be great to go to 12 teams. I think it's time. Um, this will be very interesting in the last year of four, um, how it plays out. But I, I think definitely going forward, I think 12. I thought originally they were going to eight and then to 12 or 16 years later, but they're just going to make that move right to 12. I think the atmospheres that those, if they decide to have the home games at number five, six, seven, and eight, that first weekend are going to be crazy. I'm going to read Friday night. We'll have one game and then Saturday, they're going to have three games that first weekend, right before Christmas in 2024. So I can't imagine the ratings and the, the crowds that will be at those games. And then of course you move on to the quarterfinals, the semifinals and championship, which will all be at neutral fields. But I like that too. I like the fact that those teams earn an extra home game, you know, by, by doing the higher season, the college football playoff. And it's going to be great for, I think as much as people say it's just going to be the the the, the brand name teams, there's going to be some teams that get in in your, in the future years that more, you more slots, teams. more chances. Yeah, more slots, more chances. Just like college basketball, I mean, they have 68 teams just means more teams. If they expand it again, just means more teams. Everybody says, you know, it's not broken. 
don't fix it. But still, I, I just think with college football, I think it's time for more teams. I mean, are you ever going to see number 10 seed win the championship? I mean, theoretically, you could if somebody like, you know, Georgia has an off year and they lose two or three games and they still get in and then boom, you know, it's like get hot you know, at the end to have the right time. Yeah. And, that's, and they get people are injured and they get them back healthy. You never know what can happen. So. Absolutely. What playoff year do you think was the greatest from 2014 to this season? Do you have one in particular you like the most? I have to say, and I'm not a fan of any particular teams that won, but I'd have to say probably, I might have to say the first year because Ohio State was the fourth seed and they won. Absolutely. And I'm sure they weren't picked by many people probably that season because they were playing their backup or third string quarterback by that point. Third string Uh, quarterback, that's right. Yeah, I mean, so who would have picked them to win? They beat Alabama, and then they won the championship game as well. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can just see that as just be as exciting as any of them. Um, I think that that might have been one of the best years, too, because we saw, I think that showed that the number four team could win. And now we've had a lot, a lot in recent memory, a lot, it's been the number one or two seed has won the championship in the last you know handful of years, from what I can remember. So, but yeah. I mean... That just shows that, you know, like I said, in the future, like if they have a 12-team playoff, like a number eight seed could win or a number 10 seed could win, just, you know, depending on what team it is. Because that was a really good Ohio State team. They just had some injuries, but they still got in the playoff, and then they ended up winning. That was exactly what I was going to say. The My first one was that 2014 season. Uh, I was fortunate enough to work the best two games when fourth-ranked Ohio State took down top-ranked Alabama in the semis in the Big Easy. Then I was at Jerry's World when the Buckeyes once again took down Heisman Trophy winner Marcus Mariotti and the Oregon Ducks to win the first CFP National Championship, all, like we said, with a third-string quarterback. The other one I like came in the 2017-2018 season, a heartbreaker in Atlanta. A lot of guys I worked with were Georgia fans, and to watch the dogs collapse and fall to Alabama 26-23 in OT in Atlanta, no less, was... uh, was painful. How about the BCS era? Any national championship game you enjoyed? Ah, uh, BCS era. Um, I thought the BCS era was kind of, uh, you know, too, too, too. Basically, it was almost like this. It was almost just too wishy-washy. With you never knew what like the computer system and who was the best team, I, who uh, wasn't. It was brutal. You know? That's why anybody that complains yeah. about the, the playoff. <laughs> like, yeah, I think, just look I back think, at some of these BCS games. Yeah, I think maybe I think. Florida, I think definitely think when they won, they, they definitely had the best team. Um, as much as Urban Meyer fell apart at Jacksonville, he was a great coach in college and did a great job with that Florida team when he's when he when he came to that program and built that team up with Tim Tebow. Um, that would probably be my my number one memory from the BCS era with the Florida teams that won. Yeah, my my favorite was the conclusion of the 2012-2013 season, Alabama versus Notre Dame. I was down at South Beach working, interviewing players, and it, first it was Notre Dame legend Joe Theismann. First off, <laughs> I shook his hand backstage. If anybody's never met a pro athlete or an athlete in person, they, their hands are huge. It engulfed my biggest hands I've ever seen. But he was sure of a Notre Dame victory. Remember, the only signature win that year was against Oklahoma. And their schedule didn't stack up. So when I got the interview, Irish legend Tim Brown and Alabama Heisman winner Mark Ingram, that topic came up. And even though Brown was adamant that Notre Dame belonged in the national championship game, Ingram Ingram just laughed and said, you don't know what's coming. (laughs) What came 42-14 beatdown as Alabama destroyed Notre Dame to win their third BCS title in four years. So that BCS, though, oh, brutal. Like there were too many teams. And and that's why I brought that. 
And that's why I brought up Ohio State that, that season because they pulled the upsets. But even more than that, a lot of the semifinal games have been blowouts. And, yeah. you know, that's the one that's the one negative against it. Now, people are saying that's going to happen in the future. I, I don't think as much, but I think the talent, especially with the transfer portal and the NIL is more evenly distributed now. So I, th- I think we're not going to we're not going to see that as much as we have in the past. Absolutely. Make sure you check out just college football.net and give Steve a follow on Twitter at Steve Hegel. That's H-I-E-G-E-L. All right, it's time to go for two. Get that kicker out of there. Two final points. It's time to go for two with Steve Hegel. Two letter questions to close out the interview. All right, you're a member of the Football Writers Association of America. What are the responsibilities? Uh, Responsibilities for FWAA. Really, I don't have any. If you're on the board, uh, you have a lot of responsibilities. But um, if you're ever if you're a writer or an analyst for college football, it's a great organization to join. The membership is only $50 and it's even less for students. And it's all worth it. in the fact you're with your membership, um, you get um, directory for college football. And of course they have a college basketball for USBWA as well. I mean, that membership directory itself with the contacts and all the information it pertains. I mean, that's worth several hundred dollars, you know, just by itself. So it's definitely worth becoming a member. If you're, you know, a student that's involved in college football in any way, or even, um, any kind of analyst or expert, it, it's definitely worth the $50 to, to put down and join them. Join the association. The organization of college football yeah. media members in the United States founded in 1941. All right. Since it's the final season of the four team format, let's go back in time in 2004, where USC, Oklahoma, Auburn, and Utah all went undefeated. So and the playoff bracket is USC with Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush. Versus Utah and QB Alex Smith with Urban Meyer at the helm. Who was the winner of that game? Uh, I would I would pick USC. Oh, USC moves on. Now on the other side, uh, Adrian Peterson in Oklahoma takes on Jason Campbell, Cadillac Williams, Ronnie Brown in Auburn. Who you got in that game? I would go with Oklahoma with Adrian Peterson. So it's going to be the same USC Oklahoma, and I guess you'll pick USC to to, to win it again, right? I would pick USC to win it again. Yeah, that team was just phenomenal. Yeah, that I don't know. That Auburn team would have would have put up a fight against Oklahoma. And we've been speaking with Steve Eagle, president and founder of JustCollegeFootball.net. Thanks for joining me, Steve. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you very much, very much for having me. I really appreciate it. As always, Believe in College Football Legends is presented by Bet Online. Thanks for listening to the Believe in College Football Legends podcast. Make sure to check out all the prior episodes with Heisman winners, legendary coaches, and sports personalities reliving the greatest plays. You can tweet your questions at the Sports Jesus and join us next week because it will be legendary. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.